This is Amber Stevens, and you're listening to Airs and Arrows, the podcast. Welcome back to another episode. This is the third and final part of our self-care series. And so um, the first part was the mental self-care. Second part was the physical self-care. And then this third and final part, I believe is the most important part, um, is going to be the spiritual aspect of self-care. And so um, I got to speak with a young lady. Uh, her name is Sasha. She is uh, from Australia, as you were here in the interview. And it was just a really good conversation that I had with her. And so I hope that you enjoy it. And so let's take a listen in. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much again for um, joining me again on another episode of Airs and Arrows. We are talking about self-care from a, the spiritual aspect. And so I have here um, with me a dear sister. Her name is Sasha. And she's going to, um, we're going to talk about the spiritual aspect of self-care and the importance of that. And so I'm going to let her introduce herself and then we're going to jump right into it. Hi, uh, my name is Sasha. Um, I'm from Australia, as you can tell from my accent. I'm a Christian blogger. My blog is called Clothed with Dignity, which derives from Proverbs 31, verse 25. Um, I encourage women to be strong, honorable, um, and faithful to God. And I cover lots of different topics on my blog, and one of them is self-care. And Amber stumbled across one of my blog posts about self-care, invited me to come onto her podcast and talk about it, and I'm really excited to do so. So yeah, it's a little bit about me. I actually thought that your um, your story about becoming a single mom, how that helped you to kind of get on the self-care train. And so can you share a little bit of that story about you becoming a new mom and how that, you know, veered you towards taking seriously self-care? Sure. Um, so I was in an abusive relationship for close to three and a half years and towards the very end of that relationship, I fell pregnant. Um, and I was able to finally leave that relationship very early on in my pregnancy. I moved back in with family. And obviously, I was pretty much um, broken from the relationship and everything and had to build myself up again from the ground up. And um, I think it wasn't until my daughter was born that I looked into what what self-care was and why it's so important especially for moms so when I when my daughter was little I looked into blogging and I started this little blog called Raising Rebecca and it was about encouraging single moms such as myself and when I was doing it I found out about self-care and self-love and things like that and I basically studied it and I wanted to learn the spiritual as aspect of it because I'm a Christian. I wanted to make sure that obviously I was doing doing it the right way, not the worldly way, if you know what I mean. And from from then onwards, I would be establishing a routine for my daughter and I that would suit both of us, that would then incorporate time to 
take care of myself basically to fill up my own cup first because you know you can't run on an empty cup so that was basically the start of my self-care journey you know looking into it and learning to take care of myself again and to just move forward from the abusive relationship that I was in and just making sure that I look after myself as well as my daughter well kudos to you for getting out of the abusive relationship and I was probably a really dark and hard season of your life. Now, you mentioned something about you being a Christian. And, you know, it's funny because when I was looking into self-care for like the past like month and a half, two months, it was, it really shocked me um, how many people, how many Christians thought that it was selfish, thought that it was like, you know, self-centered um, and they didn't agree with it. And so can you give some kind of like a foundation or biblical basis to answer this question? Is self-care biblical? In short, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So let's have a look at what self-care means first, and then we can talk about the biblical aspect of self-care. So self-care is when someone participates in certain activities that helps them take care of themselves. Um, it helps them take care of their personal health and well-being. So from a worldly aspect, you know, there's all different kinds of things that people will do that um, will help them, I guess, look after themselves. Now, that's it. so that's the worldly perspective. But when we look at the biblical perspective, I guess one of the first things that you need to do is look at the scriptures. What does the Bible say? So in the Old Testament, in the beginning, God created the world in six days. And on the seventh day, he created the Sabbath. It was the rest. And when we look in the book of Exodus, for example, when we're talking or when um, God talks to Moses about the Sabbath day, he wanted everyone to abide by that. He wanted everyone to work for six days and then on the seventh day rest. When we think about self-care, you know, people often take time to rest, to, to just mellow out to not do any kind of work or cooking or cleaning or anything like that. And so when I talk about the Sabbath, that's one of the reasons why I believe that self-care is biblical, because of the Sabbath rest. Fast forward to, um, I guess, like the New Testament, we learned that Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath. Every day we rest in him. In Matthew eleven twenty eight, Jesus says, you know, come to me, those who are weary, and I will give you rest. Does that not imply that self-care is, in fact, biblical as long as it's God-centered? In one of my blog posts, I list a lot of different scriptures that talk about taking care of yourself and resting and things like that. And another one that comes to mind would be when... Jesus leaves his disciples and goes up on the mount to pray to God alone. He uses that time to just solely connect with God and to just replenish his soul. And I think that's another reason why self-care is biblical is because we have to take care of our spiritual health as well as our physical and emotional and mental health. So again, as long as we make it God-centered, it is biblical. Yeah, I, I was reading a few of your your blogs, which again is called um, "Clothed with Dignity." We'll we'll say it again at the end of the the podcast. But she has some really good blogs on there. So 
talking about self-care and, and other things. But one of the things that I really appreciate um, in your blogs is this consistent thread of as long as we're doing it for the right reasons, as long as our motivation is right, then it is biblical. As long as our focus is God. And so what are some of the examples of self-care, spiritual self-care, and how can we incorporate them into our daily lives? I think one of the most important things is to put God first in all that you do. Once you do that, then you can understand better different things that will help you take care of yourself physically, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and everything, and have that God-centered. So reading the Word every day, studying the Word, memorizing scriptures, um, praying to God because the Bible says to pray without ceasing, uh, listening to worship music rather than secular music, Bible journaling, even just general journaling as if you're writing a letter to God. Because when we look at the um, book of Psalms, for example, King David wrote a lot of those and they were songs. So you can even write songs as well to God, to praise him, to worship him. Spending time with God is so important. And I guess self-care is another way to say that, is to take time out of the day to take care of yourself and spend time with God and put him first. So what I do is every single morning I wake up and I read the word and I write notes and I study the word. And that's that's something that I've been doing for a long time now. And, you know, listening to worship music, even listening to a Christian podcast, um, that's, that's something that you can do as well. There's lots of different things as long as it's God-centered, like I said. Another thing as well is just being content because the Bible says to be content in all things. Learning to let go of any kind of anger or grudges and just learning to be content and, and, and I guess grateful as well for all the things that God has done for you and provided you with. When you take time to reflect upon all of that, that can be considered self-care as well because you are nourishing and replenishing your mind, body and soul. When you cast down those negative thoughts and just let your mind be filled with positive content uh, and and uh, positive, sorry, positive words and thoughts and everything as well. So that was a really good list. You have one of on one of your blogs. You have this long list of things. Yeah. Um, talking about self care, and you mentioned quite a few of them. But I want to, if you don't mind to highlight some of the ones that people might not think about um, as often. And so one of the ones that you just mentioned was journaling, which I thought was a really good one. Um, You also said um, not like harboring things. And I actually, let me just read the scripture. I read the scripture today. It's actually from the Old Testament, but I think that it definitely um, is relevant to what we're talking about. And so this is Leviticus 19 and 17. And it says, Do not nurse hatred in your heart for any of your relatives. Confront people directly so you will not be held guilty for their sin. And we know that's the Old Testament scripture. And of course, it's still relevant to us today. But there are New Testament scriptures that talks about confrontation and and healthy confrontation. If you have a grudge against somebody or if you have something, um, if somebody hurts you or whatever, not to hold it in your heart or constantly think about it in your mind, but to go to that person and tell them. 
And I thought this was interesting because this verse says, so that you will not be held guilty for their sin. And so, yes, they probably did something really horrible to you. But if you're holding this in your heart, you're going to be held guilty for their sin. And so one of the ones that you had on your list was uh, serving others, Mm. serving others. Most people wouldn't think of that for self-care, but that's so like, so biblical. Like God is, Jesus always tells us to serve others. And if you want to be great to, um, if you want to be the greatest in the kingdom to serve. Um, so I thought that was really good. And if you want to add on to any of these, feel free. Um, and then another one you had was building your community. Mm. So having like-minded Christians around you, and uh, most people wouldn't even think about that as self-care, but it really is because even there's a scripture, I, don't, I, I can't remember which one it is right now, but it talks about how bad morals corrupts good character. Mm. And so if you're hanging around people with bad morals, they have bad opinions, bad ideologies about things, that's going to corrupt your good character. And so all that is 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 around definitely self-care. And so I thought that was so good. Yeah, I had a whole list of different examples and like you said, finding a community, just finding people that are on the same path as you. You don't want to fall back into sin, um, I guess, that you've overcome. You don't want to be dragged down by other people that aren't on the same level as you. You want to be with like-minded people because they're going to encourage you and help lift you up. So, yeah, finding a community is very important. Another thing I think would be really important to mention is exercising because, you know, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6.19 that, you know, our body is a temple in which the Holy Spirit dwells in. So we need to make sure that we treat our bodies um, accordingly. So exercising is really important. Eating right um, as well, not falling into the sin of gluttony. And again, you know, mental health as well making sure that um, you've got you've got the right mindset because in Romans t- uh, 12 I believe it is you know um, when the Bible says to renew our minds and also God tells us that um, he does not give us a spirit of fear those are really important things to work on as well and they all come, they, they all fall under the same umbrella um, or a self-care another thing as well that would be I guess um, uh, align with self-care is self-love and people think that that's a very worldly um, concept but again when you look at the scriptures and you can pray about it for clarification as well one of the greatest commandments that Jesus told us was to love our neighbors as ourselves mm-hmm. does that not say that you know we need to love ourselves the same way that we love our neighbors God doesn't want us to hate ourselves. We are God's creation and God's creation isn't something to be hated. It's something to be loved. And again, that's something that we can practice when um, looking into self-care from a biblical aspect, just seeing ourselves the same way that God sees us, loving ourselves the same way that God loves us and loving, accepting ourselves for who who we are and not trying to change ourselves because you know, God didn't make any mistakes, especially when he made each and every one of us. So that's another really important one too. That's so good. Yeah. All, I love it because, you know, I, I think that the spiritual aspect of self-care really is like an umbrella for every other part of self-care. So the mental part, the physical part, 
all these other aspects um, is kind of the umbrella for it or the foundation, depending on how you look at it. And so and then this last one, I just wanted to I forgot to mention that you have on your blog was practicing gratitude. And that's so important, especially now that we're in like COVID and a lot of us are quarantined. And, you know, there is a lot of things that we can complain about. But if we look at it, if we look at our lives as a whole and in general, there's so many more things to be thankful for. There's so many things to be grateful for, as opposed to complaining or seeing the things that are, is not going right. We can focus on the things that are going right. And I think that that is a good, you can couple that with what you said earlier with journaling. You know, one of the things that you can journal is how grateful you are for, you know, your house and your home, your family and your health and all these other things. And okay, our finances might not be the best or or th- there might be some issues with our health, but what what are those things that we can look at and kind of focus on and say, you know what? This is not going perfect, but I'm still so grateful. I'm still I still have breath in my lungs. I'm still alive. And so if we're alive, there's something to be grateful for. So Sasha, thank you so much for joining me today on this podcast. I want to invite you to share with people if they want to find more resources, if they want to um, just find out more about you, where can they find you? Uh, sure. Yeah. So again, my blog is called Clothed with Dignity. The uh, website is clothedwithdignityco.com. And if you'd like to follow me on Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, although I'm not really active on Facebook, um, and I'm on TikTok as well. It's at Clothe with Dignity Co. So I will be sure to put those links into the show notes for people so that they can see it right away. And if you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it, like it, um, leave some comments. And of course, go and follow, follow Sasha so that you can get some more good tidbits on not only self-care, but a lot of different topics that she writes on. All right. Thank you so much, guys, and have a blessed day.